Welcome to Willpower Not Required, the podcast that gives you quick, easy, and effective tips that you can use today to improve your health and help you live your life to the fittest. No willpower or white knuckling required. I'm your host, Lauren Whitfield. Let's get started. Today's tip is to pay attention to inflammation. Inflammation is your body's process of fighting against things that harm it, like infections, injuries, and toxins, in in an attempt to heal itself. It's a natural and healthy immune response. When something damages your cells, your body releases chemicals that trigger a response from your immune system. This response includes the release of antibodies and proteins, as well as increased blood flow to the damaged area. For example, if you burn your finger on a hot stove, your skin will turn red and hot. This type of acute inflammation is a natural part of healing. Sore muscles after a hard workout indicate inflammation in the muscles from tiny tears caused by working against resistance. This type of inflammation results in stronger muscles and contributes to a healthy body. Chronic inflammation, however, is not a good situation in the body. Chronic inflammation is when this immune response lingers, leaving your body in a constant state of alert. When you're living with chronic inflammation, your body's inflammatory response can eventually start damaging healthy cells, tissues, and organs. Over time, this can lead to a host of issues. Now, several things can cause chronic inflammation, including an autoimmune disorder that attacks normal, healthy tissue, the exposure to an irritant over a long period of time, like a microbe, plant pollen, or chemical, or the failure to eliminate the cause of an acute inflammation, like an injury or infection. Keep in mind that these issues don't necessarily cause chronic inflammation in everyone. In addition, some cases of chronic inflammation don't have a clear underlying cause. Experts also believe that a range of factors like smoking, obesity, alcohol, and chronic stress might also contribute to chronic inflammation. Acute inflammation often causes noticeable symptoms like pain, redness, or swelling, but chronic inflammation symptoms are usually much more subtle and easy to overlook. Common symptoms of chronic inflammation include fatigue, body pain, depression or anxiety, gastrointestinal complications like diarrhea or constipation, weight gain, weight loss, and persistent infections. It's important to speak to your primary health care provider about any concerns you may have about your health and any potential issues with chronic inflammation and work together to put a plan in place for treatment and recovery. In addition, your diet can be one of the most powerful tools for or against chronic inflammation. 
Taking a look at what you eat and reducing foods that often contribute to inflammation or irritation in the body while increasing the foods that battle against inflammation may improve symptoms and reduce your risk of illness. So some inflammatory foods include sugar and high fructose corn syrup, artificial sweeteners, alcohol, fried foods, smoked, canned, or processed meats, and trans fats. There are also some possible inflammatory foods, depending on the person, and those include dairy, gluten, eggs, coffee, caffeine, yeast, and beans. Now the good news. There are also many anti-inflammatory foods, or foods that can reduce inflammation in our bodies. These include non-starchy vegetables, lemons, limes, berries, extra virgin olive oil, refined unrefined coconut oil, sorry, raw nuts and seeds, avocados, wild-caught salmon, and spices like garlic, turmeric, ginger, and cayenne. Follow the link in the show notes for these lists, as well as a quick, healthy, anti-inflammatory dinner recipe. Remember, every body and its makeup is different. What may cause inflammation in one person may not in another. I would recommend, especially with the possible anti-inflammatory foods list, that you check in with how you feel one or two days after eating. Bloating, diarrhea, fatigue, headache, and joint pain or swelling are often symptoms that a food is causing an issue in the body. A food journal where you record what you eat as well as any symptoms that follow can be super helpful here. Now, I want to be clear that I'm not suggesting you completely cut out things like sugar from your diet forever. That would be extreme, unreasonable, and unsustainable. I'm sure you know by now that I am not a fan of restriction. The first step is to just start to become aware of how often you eat foods that may contribute to inflammation and try to choose them less often. At the same time, try adding in more of the foods that fight inflammation. Choosing a few morning meals this week and switch out the bowl of cereal with oatmeal and berries, then note how you feel is a great start. So again, it's best to talk to your doctor to ensure you don't have any underlying conditions and put a plan in place if chronic inflammation is a problem. However, in addition, you can start to notice how your body responds to the foods you eat. Work to reduce your intake of foods that leave you feeling sluggish or gross and then switch them out with foods that leave you feeling good. Begin with one meal each day and build slowly from there. Over a few days or weeks, you'll start to notice more sustained energy, less joint pain, more focus and attention, and a healthier body and mind. Willpower not required. Thanks so much for listening. I'd love to hear from you, so send me your tips, questions, or feedback. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Fired Up Fitness Coaching or email me at willpowernotrequired at firedupfitness.ca. 
Thanks so much. I look forward to connecting with you.